0: Hello, dear listeners. This is Shelters by Jesus' radio podcast, and we're so glad you chose to make us part of your day. We are in the midst of a great discussion about the fruit of the spirit. I'm joined with my co-host, Seth. Hi, Seth. Good morning, Al. How are you? And also Seth's lovely daughter, Morgana. Hi, Morgana. And so we're going to go ahead and unpack a little bit more of this package deal of the fruit of the spirit. And we're going to look into gentleness this time period. So thank you again for joining us. God bless you and stay tuned. Well, hey, Al's. Good to see you again. It's great to be here too. We're one day closer to spring. Eleven days and counting, and so that's a neat thing. God gives us stuff to look forward
1: to. Well, for some, I'm a winter guy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, there'll still be some winter-type uh, weather. I'm sure yeah, in spring.
1: But, but we live in Maine. It's only four months so until we get winter again. So
0: <laughs> yeah. two months of yeah, we got mud season to look forward to, right? We do. And uh, those yeah. two weeks of summer.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about gentleness and it's very much related to kindness there's a
0: lot of overlap isn't there
1: there is but i think if we look specifically into the definitions of them gentleness i believe involves the way we treat each other considering our anger considering our arrogance selfishness selfishness we know that when we're being gentle with something morgan what do you think it means to be gentle with something
2: gentles like have to be Careful of that thing like you're it's like you're holding a baby. You're not gonna like rock it like Viciously or drop it or anything like that
1: or break the wings off a very expensive tinkerbell thing. I bought you right?
2: <laughs> that was right. like I don't even know how long ago 10 uh, years ago
1: You were I think three when I bought that
2: 11 for you. years ago then
1: yeah, but gentleness I think is geared toward a long-term investment with something. I like what Morgana said about being careful. Yes,
0: that's a great adjective.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean by like a long-term investment. First Peter 3.15, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Hmm. You know, I've known people come at you screaming, really intimidating and judgmental with the gospel and will turn you off in a heartbeat, just absolutely turn you off. I suppose there's a place for that, but uh, we have to be careful. Uh, well, that's what I mean by
0: about yeah, that. being yes. careful
1: and by being gentle. You know, I'm not saying to be wishy-washy either, mm-hmm. right? We're always told that when we share the gospel, share it in truth and be confident in the gospel.
0: Yeah, I do like what Peter says here, as though that yes, do it, but be respectful and gentle. Mm-hmm. More than likely, that's going to have a, a more lasting effect right. and allow the Holy Spirit to draw someone towards them if you're gentle and respectful right. of what's going on. And in, in fact, people are probably more willing to listen to someone who is gentle and respectful.
1: Yeah, and I think when you confront people about sin or when you're confronted by sin. I know I, if I was confronted with a sin in my life, I would hope that people would be gentle, graceful, yet honest Yes. about what's going on, because I think that shows love. I think when we're not gentle about it, we can be perceived as coming from a place of judgment. Yeah. The opposite
0: of gentleness, I would say some of the things that come to mind would be like harsh, Mm.
1: uh, rough, not fun to be around. (laughs) Have you ever, Al, had a moment in your life when you've committed a sin and rather than be like afraid and now God's going to get me, you're suddenly hit with the realization you broke his heart. Mm. And that to me, hits me in ways that if God were harsh with me, would not have touched me. Mm. But because God, I could feel him weeping. Oh man. You know, it just, it it completely humbled me. And I realized my loving father, the one who loves me and cares for me, and, and he's upset with me right now. I know as a parent, and I'm sure Morgan can say that when she's done things wrong, I think she's more affected if I'm Really upset than if I'm yelling and screaming at you. Yeah. Yeah. She does stuff wrong. (laughs) (laughs) On occasion.
0: On occasion. Well, that's life. That's life. Right. It is. Um, It's this gentleness that leads us to repentance. Amen. That's what the Bible says. And so I totally get what you, you've really, I think, nailed that when you just say it does. It breaks his heart. And so we definitely don't want to break his heart. And so, yeah, that's just we're undone when we think about that and yet he's still gentle with us I remember, so we're
1: required to be gentle too we are and I remember Al as a teenager and I really hurt my mom's feelings one day and oh I still today, 50 year old man, I get upset at myself because I did something or said something that hurt my mother. And that affected me more than any other time I got in trouble with her and she yelled at me. Mm -hmm. If that gentleness can go a long, long way. And if we could be gentle with each other, I think... We could be more open with each other. Well, I'd like to be known as a gentle person. Mm. I think God, he
0: transforms us by the renewing of our mind. And so in our mind, friends, let us understand that we have that ability to be gentle. I mean, wouldn't you like to be known as a gentle person?
1: I would. And I've learned as a man that being gentle does not mean being weak. No, it's actually strength under control. Yes. Thank you, Al. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Being gentle is controlling your strength which requires you to be strong. Even stronger. Even right. stronger than if you were someone who gave into it. Amen. Being gentle.
0: Again, I keep hearkening back to experiences at teaching. A person needs to be, and I'm working with some younger students under this particular assignment. And, but they're my assignment And so they become my students For this little season of time And so it's much more effective To be gentle with those individuals And to be nurturing I think that kind of goes hand in hand Gentle and nurturing They respond to that so much better Not that there's this plan that I have you know, that To get them to do what I want But that's who we are by nature We should be because we're changed individuals If you're gentle That gentleness wears off on other people and then they react to that, too. They respond to that, I think, even much better. So
1: Well, I know that I've had difficulties here with residents in the past. And whenever I start to approach them, Al, to deal with a situation, I've got a choice to make. Yes. I can either approach them in full-on fury. And there are times when that is important, I think, when they start to put themselves, others, or this place at risk. But as I'm walking toward that person, Al, I'm also praying and asking God, how do you want me to deal with this? And I have found that I get great results being gentle with somebody and, okay, you messed up. I don't want you to do this anymore. This is how we're going to fix it, and we're going to include God in this because I want it to be a lasting change. Now, if I was always fast and furious with people, how willing do you think they'd be to listen to me talk to them about God?
0: Mm. No, right, right away they can shut up, right, and shut down, right. A lot of times that is the reaction of people who come against somebody who's harsh, even if they're wrong or are deserving of yeah. you know some some consequences. But if you are gentle yet firm, I'm not saying
1: that you're going to be a, a doormat of or something something of that nature. But yeah, I I do like that. Well, you can be firm and gentle. You can say, listen, this is the line. Don't cross it. And they're going to try to buck you. But you you can sit there and be like, I'm sorry, this is the line. This is where it ends. Mm -hmm. This is like pastor once told me, he goes, you know, Seth, the rules are like bullets in a gun. You don't pull the trigger unless you have to. And you want to be graceful Mm -hmm. otherwise. And we can get great results, uh, better results through gentleness than we can through being angry. Mm.
0: Paul said in Ephesians, he said, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through a bond of peace. Mm. Those are tall orders, but yet in that mix, in those ingredients, to keep that unity, we do need to be gentle. Yeah. And so to be reminded of that, you get tested here at the shelter for our listeners so that they know Seth here is the director of the shelter, uh, Shelters by Jesus. We are a homeless sh- shelter and truly a home to people, and we offer the gospel uh, to Jesus Christ. So we try to meet the needs of people spiritually and physically so they get fed. There's a home. There's a place to sleep. We get clothing, and but we also give them that hope that Jesus Christ has.
1: We do. And gentleness is the main ingredient here, one of the main ingredients here, because a lot of our folks that come here, Al, they've been through great traumatic things. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people are here because of their own poor choices, but a lot of people come here out because they've lived a life of survival and treachery and abuse, and boy, could they use some gentleness. Mm. But I'll tell you, it's, it's interesting because when you start to show them gentleness, they don't trust it. They don't believe it because that's how everybody starts. And only through time and consistency of gentleness do they start to think, okay, there's something to this. And that's why, like last episode, we talked about faithfulness, mm-hmm. why it's important to be faithful to these things that God has called us to be. Yeah,
0: you know that list that precedes the fruit of the Spirit, it says there's selfish ambition in the world. The world is selfish, and Mm -hmm. and by and large, you're not going to see a lot in the world of gentleness. It's only by the grace of our loving Father who has the Holy Spirit in the world as keeping things together. And so if there's anything good from above, such as gentleness, it's from the Father of lights, from which there's no changing. So definitely that gentleness, it's seated by
1: God. I always try to think when I deal with people, Al, how do I want to be dealt with from God? Oh, that's good. You know, so if I sit here and like God says, if you give no grace, no mercy, no forgiveness, I won't give you any. Yeah, we're to be his eyes and his arms and his hands. So yeah, that's what... Well said. Right. Like so that. I'm always thinking, I need to give grace and mercy. I need to be gentle because when Seth messes up, boy, am I going to be glad I have it. You know, so mm. it's one of the things that pushes me forward to being that way. Can you think of a time, Al, that you had to be particularly gentle and perhaps you didn't feel like it? Or can you just think of a time where you were gentle and you just saw this explosion of love or growth from it?
0: Well, yes, I do have some experiences through school by and large, but parenting too. Oh yeah, And also just being a husband too. I can think about some experiences too. You know, there's some times I know that my lovely wife, you know, maybe has gotten into a fender bender or something like that, you know, and I could go all ballistic. Is that going to change it? No. No, but by God's grace in his mercy, he works through me that then I can say, you know, okay, it happened. I still love you. You're not hurt. And that's the most important thing. And then try to be gentle through this, because how would I feel like if I goofed up? And I was like, there's one time I got in an accident, you know, or a couple times. And it's like, I feel horrible about it, you know, and they never come at the right time either, too. So, yeah, being understanding. I think that's part of that being empathetic of someone else, putting yourself in their shoes. That's part of that being gentle. And so, yeah, I would like to think, yeah, that I would be treated in the same way, too. But I almost have to sometimes pause, reflect what's going on, and then proceed. That's yeah. kind of how I, I am, because otherwise, if I just jump right into it, but I've learned that. It didn't come automatically. Oh, no, no. You've got to yeah. learn that, yeah. You do, you do learn
1: those things. Well, so. I, gentleness is the antithesis of anger, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm getting at. Like, we talked about kindness, but I, this is where I think gentleness kind of <laughs> separates itself a little bit from kindness, right? Yeah. Kindness is the act of doing good to people and, and being nice to people. Gentleness, to me, is like putting your anger aside, when even if I've had a bad day. And I go home and my wife's upset because in her mind, I haven't been there all day and man, she's not getting any help and she's exhausted and she's tired. Now I could easily blow up back at her and say, well, you don't know what I go through and I'm exhausted and I'm, but I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I very much, Al, appreciate what she does for me. And so I choose to be gentle and say, I'm really sorry, honey, what can I do to help you? Can I do the dishes? Can I take the baby for an hour? Can I, can I do something to kind of give you a break? And so I think it's the antithesis of anger and selfishness you got to put yourself aside It has an effect of yeah. calming things too I know yes. we're going to talk
0: about self-control And that's coming up But again, they all tie together So it's hard to just say Here's one part And Because yeah. th- they do tie together And a lot of the supporting scriptures Will list a number of that fruit But I think of animals too If you are kind and gentle to an animal They typically will re- A domesticated kind of animal Talking about dogs and cats Don't go out and try to pet an African lion <laughs> <laughs> No, we have that disclaimer And so, yes, but I've seen animals respond to gentleness and that they then become it has that effect on them that they become more of a gentle uh, natured animal you know and you've seen animals that are ready to explode and it's like because they've probably been around people that explode often and I mean I'm not they're exceptions to that I'm sure but that gentleness then breeds gentleness it does and I find that in pets but even more importantly in people too and so like if I'm preaching as I do regularly but like I'm thinking about of the Thursday Bible study. I try to be a gentle person. And like you say, if you have to talk about some of the difficult issues, you know, you can do that gently and it will still be
1: just as effective. But know. doesn't it make for a warm environment out? I think it like does. Like you, I love how you teach because you're very inclusive with the people there. You want them to ask questions. You right. want them to respond, right? Sure. I try. Yeah. yeah I mean, we all try you, and yeah. you, you want to get your point out when you're teaching, but it's like, A lot of the residents here absolutely adore you and your teaching because they feel like you're speaking to them. And if they have a question, you're going to do your best to help them find that answer.
0: To God be the glory,
1: obviously. But
0: it makes for a safe place. Gentleness Mm. makes... People feel safe. Yes. Doesn't it? And that it and protected. And that's what our loving father does to us. But being gentle. Yeah, he's gentle with us. He f- makes us feel safe and empowers us.
1: And I think for me, Al, I feel better when I'm gentle. And I, the reason is like for, you know, we have a cat, we have a dog. I'm sorry. And I love them. I love them both. <laughs> but they look at me with absolute trust. I can approach my cat and my dog no matter what. Pick them up, pet them, talk to them, and they don't blink, they don't wince, they don't get afraid when they see me coming. They right. trust that I'm going to treat them gently. My daughter the same way. You know, I've, I love looking into my daughter's eyes and my grandchildren's eyes, seeing love and trust, and that means everything to me. And the, and you maintain that by being gentle. Mm. You know, not being harsh and cruel and abusive and all these things that are anti-gentle, if you will. Mm. So sometimes people do
0: sin, obviously. And then just a little bit later, it's interesting that in chapter six, listen to this, Seth, and let me get your reaction on it. Brothers, if someone is caught in sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. What do you think about that, Seth? Restoring somebody gently.
1: I think, let's use what I do here as an example, Al. I'm looking at Maintaining people's dignity. Mm -hmm. So when people here have difficulties with each other or they've done something wrong, I don't like to make a public spectacle of that person. What I usually will do is I will take that person aside with you know somebody there to witness our conversation because Mm -hmm. I don't deal with people just strictly one on one, and be gentle with them. I say, listen, this is what you did. This is why it's wrong. This is what we're going to do to fix it. And I give them the opportunity and privacy to make a self-determination that they're not going to do these things anymore, or at least they're not going to do it that way. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so that's how I like to be gentle with people. Now, in leadership, sometimes if somebody's going to call you out publicly, then you've got to deal with it publicly because you've got to set that tone, that you're the leader and that you will not tolerate this kind of behavior. But gently meaning, I think, with a hope... That you can restore them. So you do it in love and you do it in kindness. You do it gently. And you say, listen, I'm not coming at you as you're better. I'm not coming at you as a man without sin. I'm just coming at you as someone who loves you. And I want to see you restored as my brother. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that means. Yeah. When you come at somebody that's sinning out and you're attacking them or you're coming at them as if you're in a superior position, that's pharisaical. Mm-hmm that's embarrassing and i think you'll end up pushing your brother away and that's what jesus is reminding us of here is hey any one of you could be that guy
2: i was thinking about gentleness by itself sometimes it can be a challenge because if you're so frustrated with someone sometimes what i do is i have to walk away for a little bit yeah,
0: that's a good point
2: take it to the lord and like lord help me <laughs> i have to put my own anger, frustration and selfishness aside and help that other person. I think whatever that person says or does to you, you don't have it's not okay for you to double it kind of like it takes two to fight basically. So a good way for people to like stop arguments, fights, etc is to just stop recuperate, and show kindness and gentleness.
1: Heap coals of kindness upon their heads.
2: <laughs> No, Want well, to walk away and take a
1: break and then regroup a little bit. I like what you said. Yeah. I think that's wiser than saying something you
0: regret. Mm-hmm.
2: True. You know,
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's qualifications for a leader. It's interesting you were talking about that. You're lining right up with Scripture, the way you handle some things, Seth. Here it is in 2 Timothy. Paul's instructing Timothy, a young leader, pastor, and he says, The Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, be kind to everyone, mm-hmm. able to teach, not resentful. Those who oppose him, he must... Gently instruct in hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to his will. So there's an evil influence on people that are ungentle and not receiving of gentleness, but that can have a breakthrough effect. It really can.
1: Well, one thing I keep in my head, Al, is that God says that the anger of man does not work his righteousness. And one thing, too, like that I've struggled with, Al, is separating myself from my work in that when I first took over, I used to think every time somebody broke a rule, it was a personal affront to Seth. And I would get angry. How dare you? Right. And then I had to separate myself. I just said, you know, Seth, they don't really care if they're offending you. It's not you. They want to do what they want to do in spite of you because they just want to do what they want to do. So stop taking it personal Hmm. because it isn't against you. It's against the rules of the facility, and they, they want to do that stuff. So whether it was Seth in charge or anybody else in charge, they're still going to do this. Hmm. And so I've had to really pray on that verse about my anger not working his righteousness. And so I need to stop and think about his righteousness. And so that means put myself aside, and it's really helps. So my blood pressure has gone way down. I've Well, I like what <laughs> you, you know.
0: just echoed, what Morgana said, was that is to pause, reflect on what's going on, Ask for help. Mm. Help, 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 Lord, you know, and then proceed. Now, it may not be a long period of time when you're asking for help and then you got to act. It could be just momentarily pausing under the circumstances and just say, well, whoa, well, well, wait. I'm not going to let Satan and this influence throw gasoline on the fire. I'm going to proceed. Lord, help. Give me your heart and help me proceed. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about self-control in the next episode, Lord willing. And so yeah. but that you just echoed what your daughter said.
1: That's great. It's true, though. There's truth to that. There's truth to being gentle, the success rate of gentleness. Understanding there will be people who will not care, who will simply take advantage of your gentleness and, oh, sorry, yep, won't happen again. And then you're in this circle for a bit. Over and over and over and over. It's and not over. a fun
0: place to be. It's like that top section, again, I keep
1: referring to yeah. It's the world. Yeah. It's the world. But and- one thing I want to say about that, Alice, even when you're in that circle, right? Yep. Don't do this. I swear I won't. Don't do this. I swear I won't. You go over and over and over again. When it comes time for me to take action, yep. I'm still gentle. By God's grace. Yeah. I'm like, listen, this is the end of the road. You know, we've tried to work with you. We've tried to nip this in the bud, but you've refused to do so. And so now you've got to go. It's got to be a safe place here, though. It does. Yeah. And so, but I don't have to get mad. I don't have to scream and shout, pound my chest, jump up and down. I just simply say, now it's time for you to go, and that's the end of it. And then I go home, and I'm okay. You have to be. Because, you know, I've always said this, I don't kick people out of here, Al. They kick themselves out. Yep. Because as things are going down the road, and they're struggling with something, I'm always popping out these red flags for them, Mm -hmm. and offering them help, and offering them ways of getting help, and saying, you got to change this, you got to stop this, because you're you're going down that road that's going to have you leaving. And it's rare. We rarely kick people out. But when it does happen, stay gentle and say, listen, these are because of the choices you've made, not because of the choices I
2: made. Going along what you said is that you go home and you feel better, but if you were not gentle, you'd go home angry and frustrated and doesn't god say not to go to bed angry
1: who do you think you are
0: (laughs) (laughs) he he sure does say that yes absolutely does does. don't let the sun go down on your anger amen and that's one of the ways that you can deal with it and so yep absolutely that'll be we'll be talking about that in self-control we'll have to remember that verse you know i love to look at the savior and keep my eyes on him in matthew chapter 11 it's jesus talking because he's gentle. He's the epitome of gentleness. He's gentleness in action. Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord in heaven and on earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to the little children. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and to those who the Son chooses to reveal to him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls take my yoke for it is easy and my burden is light This is beautiful I want to be yoked with that that's Ugh. that yoke is that the thing that they would put on oxen so that they could plow together not off by their own self right uh, and so yeah being yoked with the creator of the universe and he's saying, look, take it upon me because I am gentle and humble in heart and you're going to find rest. That's just a beautiful thing. That's where I want to
1: be. That's my position. Yeah, think about the story of Elijah, you know, when he, God was so gentle with him when he was running for his life. Yeah. Um, and he yeah. took good care of him. He gave him a chance to rest and eventually told him, hey, get back to work.
2: I just thought of a thing. Um, Jesus, when he was around collecting all his disciples, when they were first meeting Matthew the tax collector everyone else around him was treating him terribly because they saw him as a traitor and Jesus was like so kind to him he invited him to the
1: yeah you're talking about the the chosen that you yeah. saw right, yeah. the chosen yeah and how he was gentle with Mary of Magdalene you know yeah. just so gentle to them and because he was gentle to them they loved him you know they came to saving knowledge of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I just want to thank you for tuning in today and listening to us. We hope that this message was encouraging to you and knowing that our God is gentle to his children and asks us to be gentle as well. So I would encourage you this week, I challenge you this week, be gentle when the world tells you not to be, when you don't feel like it. Uh, if you want to learn more about Shelters by Jesus, you can do so by going to www.sheltersbyjesus.com. There we have a, our documentary, some books you can order, Written by Pastor Barry himself About the miracles that have happened here at the shelter You can also donate to us And folks, $9 a month goes a long way To helping the homeless through shelters by Jesus And boy, would we really appreciate that So Amen. may God bless you, keep you Make His face shine upon you Be gracious toward you and give you peace Amen So God bless and
0: thank
2: you for listening Amen. Bye-bye.